Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peacing out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Penny Bloom Podcast. It is I, Colton Robertson, and this is the penultimate episode of The Mandalorian Rewatch. That is Star Wars colon The Mandalorian colon The Watchmen. As always, I am joined by Joseph George. What's up, buddy? What up, what up? Thanks for having me. Good to see you. Good to see you. Thank you for being here. We've also got Miles Buttress. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. How are you? I am swell, and on the screen below me that I can see and you cannot, KBZ, Tyler Barnett. Let's go. Let's get into it. Let's fucking go. So today we've got Season 2, Chapter 15, The Believer. This is directed by Rick Famuyiwa, written by Rick Famuyiwa. So this is uh, one of those rare ones, again, where it's uh, not written by John Favreau, you know? Mm-hmm. And, I'd say uh, he did a pretty good job. I'd say it was pretty good, and you and uh, I think it's interesting. You can tell that he he's got some connections to other things that he's made for the Mandalorian, like uh, later on when they're all on those on the pirate chase on the Rhydonium. He also directed the episode where uh, the Mandalorian is climbing up the Sandcrawler, so he likes the high speed. Yeah, you know, I like him, man. I like that. Oh, dude, great! Which director. is funny. Phenomenal because life. you know what I said about the sandcrawler sequence? What did I, do you guys remember what I said it reminded me of? Indiana which Jones, makes, maybe? Yeah, yeah, which makes total sense given George Lucas's history. But that's exactly what I put in my notes for that exact scene you're talking about, which yep. is so funny that he has circled back to that twice now. Massive and I fucking, I fucking love it. Oh, it's wonderful. It's the best. So shall we jump right into this scene-by-scene scene breakdown? No, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't really think so. Not today. You're not ready? You're not ready? All right, I'll give you a second. No, nah, absolutely. Let's fucking ride. Let's ride. All right. So we open on a scrapyard looking a lot like some Imperial equipment. We got some ties and some altered Imperial Walker tech digging through it and stuff. And the camera pans down over some prisoners doing some labor where a uh, New Republic droid makes its way over to Mayfeld. And you're like, oh, fuck, Bill Burr back in Star Wars immediately. I Dude, love so happy. So happy. He's, a, he's such and a great wonderful, character. Wonderful in this, dude. He fits perfectly in yeah. Star Wars. So uh, Mayfeld descends from the work he's doing and is instructed to follow Marshall Dune. And Caro approaches and is like, I'm going to remand prisoner whatever into my custody. And Mayfeld's like, yo, what the fuck? Where are you taking me? What are we doing? What's going on? And, uh, you know, the droid's like, yo, fucking move it. All right. And uh, he's like, no, where are you taking me? His ankle monitor pops off and. He keeps trying to question it. And the New Republic, the New Republic droid's like, "Yo, follow Kara, or you will get zapped." Three, two, and he's like, "Hi, all right, fine, fine, fine." <laughs> it's common courtesy to tell someone where they're going. <laughs> I don't disagree. I mean, like, this is a little fuck shit. Like, she could have just told him, "Like, we're just going to this planet." Like, could have been. Yeah, just kind of like. 
but you know. Calm him down a second, but you know. Dude, he would never say yes to that. He would obviously say, prefer to beat the shit out of some rocks than go to fucking put his life on the goddamn line. Like, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. Like, also, it's, it's literally just that character. Even had she said, oh, well, he said, he goes, well, tell me where we're going. And she told him. He still would go, I don't want to go there. Yeah, dude, at this point, he's just he's literally just know. not gonna want to do what they say. Yeah, he's literally just so fucking lazy. At least when he has to answer to other people, it's like there's it's low maintenance. Like he's just swinging a fucking axe all day or whatever the fuck he's doing. But like now he's actually he's like, gotta like take orders and listen to shit. Like fuck that. I mean, fuck it. I admire the laziness. I admire it. Pull over and park the car. I'm not going fucking anywhere. Yo, you know? have you guys... Okay, this is super off topic, but I'm assuming we're going to cut almost 98% of this out, which <laughs> I'm totally fine with. Do you, have you guys seen the commercial with Chris Evans and that lady from SNL? And they're, like, pretending to be from Boston. Right? Yeah, He's, got He's got smart pack. He's got smart pack. He's parking the car. Smart pack. Smart oh, pack. you never heard of smart pack? <laughs> Fucking love that shit. Anyway. But, yeah, so... You know, Mayfeld follows Dune over to the Slave One, and uh, they run into a Boba Fett in some freshly painted armor, bro. This shit was pimp as hell. It was so the first clean. perfectly clean look at Boba Fett we've ever gotten. Oh, I, absolutely. I was just getting ready to say this, because think about when we've seen him at his, like, I guess when we were typically used to seeing him, that armor is already so beaten up. Like, it's pretty worn mm-hmm. when we see it. And that old, just like, that's so old. Like, that was like, what, 19, when did 6 come out? Uh, what? 77. Yeah, I mean. 83. 83. Yeah, I was going to say, whoa. I was like, but yeah, that's like, I mean, that camera technology and the, just the costume work is not even close to on par with what we get today. So seeing him this fucking clean was mm. like. Life, bro. Like, wow, yes. wow. I like also, an aftermarket Mandalorian like armor paint shop, like kind of like a car. Mm-hmm. Bro, he took that bitch into Los Santos Customs. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed though, like that he repainted it and everything, and, like kind of removed some of the dings and stuff, but he still left the like iconic ding in the yeah. forehead. Yes. Love that. Loved it. Well, you can't get rid of it, you know. That's uh, that's there to stay. And uh, he's standing there along with Fennec Shand and. Mayfeld says, ah, for a second I thought you were this other guy to Boba, and then enter the other guy. <laughs> dude, dude, I can just imagine in, in Mayfeld's head, he's like, there's fucking two of these fuckers now? Oh my god. I honestly, I hope he makes a return for this next episode, like Bilber, just so that way he can see both of them fighting together, mm. and just like fucking oh. shit up. That'd be so funny, because he'd be like, yo, well, fuck me. Have you seen like, the Justice League or Watchmen stuff directed by uh, uh, Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of his work, but I would love to see a style of scene with like the slow motion action with Boba and Den like working together, just like firing fucking whistling birds and shit. It would be fucking amazing to see. Oh, outstanding. You know, okay, here's to, – to just go off onto that – I don't think we get Mayfeld again. I just don't oh, think no. he fits. No, I don't but I feel like the only way – and mind you, this is like straw hat, tinfoil. Like this is like full-on like fucking spaghetti people theory right I here. I mean, Tyler, we're about to get to the finale. The yeah. like, last half of this episode is just going to be full of us with oh, fuck spaghetti, yeah, spaghetti okay. monster theories of what. And I'm fucking Go letting ahead. this bitch fly. If we get Mayfeld at all, hundred yeah. percent getting clapped. Hundred yeah. yeah. oh. percent. That man <laughs> is toast. He is because dead. 
he just got freedom, what would be the logical thing to happen? Him fucking die. It only makes sense that if we see him again, that he is dead. At least, at least in this next episode, like this season, he is a hundred percent clapped. That man is that man is fucking his grave is being dug right now if he's appearing in next episode. And that's exactly what he was concerned with seeing Mando. He's like, all right, so you came here to kill me then. (laughs) Imagine being that petty. Like, let me go pull your ass out of jail so I can just fucking shoot. Murder you you right here on the spot. Like throwing you into jail for life was not enough for me. You did not suffer enough. I I must personally shoot the fuck out of you now. Like that's the only way. I wanted you to think that you were alive. Just for a little bit. Just so I could take what little you had left away. <laughs> Fuck. Dang. Cara Dune tells him that she had to bend a lot of rules to get him here. <laughs> so uh, uh, the only reason that we even did any of this is because he was once Imperial. And Mayfeld begins to defend himself. He's like, yo, that was a long time ago. I, I'm not, I don't know you any explanations. And uh, Din says, ah, but you still know your Imperial clearances and protocols, correct? And... uh they they all agree in silence and they make their way onto the slave one and Mayfeld takes one last look at this beautiful scrapyard he's been working on. <laughs> I, I would never look back, honestly. Like if I'm getting a trip, even though it's something he's not liking right now, I'd be like, I'm kind of down just to take a ride. Yo, when we return from this, uh, from the title card here. We get to see the inside of the Slave One, and I've always oh. been interested in how this worked because I knew he wasn't always just laying there, you know, when he was. <laughs> Bro, I thought the chairs rotated. So did I. I didn't realize the whole fucking hole rotated. The whole fucking thing. That's, like everybody in there oh. is safe. They're just like chilling while the ship rotates around them. It's fucking wild. Oh, that Yo, was pretty cool. What? Wait. Okay. Y'all are going to have to hold on, and maybe I'm just a fucking idiot, but I never, I did not even notice that. At Kyler, all. Kyler, you you're not alone. You're not when alone. You really? And they're all sitting in the hole. You will see the walls behind them moving, just rotating behind them. And I did uh, yeah. not notice it on my first watch. I only noticed it on my second. Yeah, we're and talking I, about some, like, Haunted Mansion, like, stretching room shit. Like, I don't know if y'all know Disney, but like, look that's like fucking it. wild. It's the most evident scene I think where you can tell the volume was used. Holy like it seems, fuck. it seems relatively clear to me that like Holy this fuck. edited, but it's that is absolutely nuts. awesome. Yo, I'm about to go fucking watch that right now. <laughs> but we can keep going. I'll be, I'll be with it. All right, cool. So as it's like all it's rotating around them and it's really cool. Dan explains that they're trying to get the coordinates from off Gideon's cruiser. Mayfeld's like, yo, fuck that. Take me back to the scrapyard. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm he won't. No yeah. smoke. No smoke. Kara's like, yo, they have the kid. And Mayfeld's like, what the fuck? The little green guy. <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? And, Accurate. Uh, Only way to describe him. And uh, she's like, yeah, the little green guy. And he's like, so I help you get him back. You let me go? And they're like, <laughs> okay, okay, chill out, guy. You'll get a better view. You ain't getting set free. That and, was such bullshit. Like, from the get-go, you, you just know. Like, you know that that's Cap. He's too likable of a character to not be free. He's too likable. Like, yeah, you can't you just, just lock know. him in. You know that's going to – like they're not going to put him back in that bitch. Yeah. Yo, and for real, this episode make me made me like Mayfeld a lot more. Like oh. he his character like crazy. Dude, the, uh, we'll get into it later. I can't get into it now. Also, just real quick, just got done – like just watched that clip of like mm-hmm. the, the, the inside of the hole. Crazy. 
beautiful, right? I did not it's notice that at all. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what it's so it's so normal and looks so perfect that you hardly notice it yeah, when you're yeah. watching. Yeah, I only yeah. noticed it on my second watch. Yeah. I only noticed it because you literally told me what to look for, and I was like, "Well, goddamn, I just did not wait, notice that at all the first time I wait, watched." Wait, 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 Miles, where at in this episode is that? It's literally like immediately after the title, the title card. The title card, the like ship starts like to fly away, and it shows it like rotating as it's lifting, and then it cuts inside, and they're like talking to each other. Okay. Okay. I'm yeah. about to witness it. I want to hear this. Okay. <gasps> oh! <laughs> yeah. Holy fuck. <laughs> Holy fuck. That's so sick. I absolutely Dude. loved that part. But, you know, after a... Oh, after maintenance like, on that bitch would be a fucking... That would be a motherfucker. Oh, that would suck. Impossible. Y'all have got to keep a tally on the curse words for me this episode because it is going to be <laughs> through the fucking yeah, goddamn roof. Absolutely. So Mayfeld agrees. He's like, fine, I guess. And he says he can't get those coordinates without access to an Imperial terminal and that there is one on Morak, a secret Imperial mining hub. And the name Morak might have rang a, rang a, a few bells for a guy like Kyler, I think, because uh, I'm, I know you're a big fan of Guardians of the Galaxy. And there is a planet, the planet that the, it starts on, where Peter Quill is dancing and he's sma- is called Morak. Yeah, no, don't. That's exactly what I thought. I thought that's what they said, and I was like, "Yo, Star Wars MCU crossover? Like, <laughs> what?" It's not, but no, it's not the exact thing. No, 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 no. I know it's not, but that is exactly Marvel is Morag, right. and this yeah, is Morag. Yeah, no, that's. But exactly, I heard it, and but, I was like, "Yeah, that shit fucking shook me for a second. I was like, they sure out of all of the made up fucking names you can think of, you really picked like the that similar of one, like, bro. You could have said any fucking gibberish, and I would have believed you and thought, I want to be there. I want to go there. All of the made-up names you could think of. I love that. <laughs> well, I mean, let's be it's so honest. true. Whether it was, like, made up for this specific episode or made up, like, years ago in, like, comic <laughs> book or, like, fucking, like, novel. Like, it is it is not real. Like, it is fiction. <laughs> like, I mean, some dude, I imagine, was just sitting in his fucking room staring at a ceiling at, like, 3 a.m. and thought, that's More the this part. <laughs> that is cool. it. That's how I feel like. That's what I feel like. Like uh, George Lucas just spent like an entire day, just like with like balls of paper. You would just like write the name down and just be like, "No, nah, that sounds fucking stupid," and throw it away. Nah, bro. He, and I think he just like looks at something and goes, "That's its name." You know, exactly. Like, no, bro. Like, when I'm he came on the right set of the Mandalorian and saw that guy and was like, "That's Axe Wolves." Like, why? <laughs> you just had that in your back pocket. Like, you were just like, "This guy is Axe Wolves." Then, but then they go so simple. Like, they'll see a fucking ant creature and be like, "Doctor Mandible," and like that makes sense. It's like, how do you pick and choose? What What is the deliberation between being like, "Let's go for some fucked and random gibberish," versus being like? Yeah, this is calculated as fuck. Dr. Mandible. Like, how do we I fucking... we're getting Dr. Mandible next episode. No, I think we get a spin-off. Fucking next episode. I think it's <laughs> a whole fucking series for this motherfucker. It's going to be God. like Grey's Anatomy in the Galaxy with Dr. Mandible. <laughs> 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 oh, 
the the memory of Doctor Mandible had completely left my mind, and as soon as you said it, all I remembered was your just pure hatred for him, Kyler. Bro, as long as we get a scene where if it's like Grey's Anatomy, I know this isn't Grey's Anatomy, but as long as we get a scene like ER where a helicopter falls out of the fucking sky and crushes him to death, I'm fucking with it. Like I'm with it, bro. What? Bro, I I only say that we get Doctor Mandible in this next episode and the finale because the finale is directed by Peyton Doc- Reed. By Dr. Mandible. By Dr. Mandible. <laughs> By the guy who introduced Dr. Mandible. Okay, okay. True, 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 true. Facts, facts, facts. Kyler, you're going to... He's going to do fuck. surgery on, like, fucking Mando or Baby Yoda. You said you wanted to work for, like, Disney at one point, right? You have heard it here first. He no, that's a great, that's a great prediction. Dr. Mandible does surgery on either the baby or on Din. I love it. That's yeah. my favorite prediction of the season. Kyler, you said that at one point you wanted to work for Disney, right? No, no, like, it's not, like, that is forever the goal. Okay, okay, I I hope that you get a job at Disney at some point, and you meet that director, and you just walk up to him, say nothing else, but you just go, fuck you for Dr. Mandible. No, dude, if I meet Peyton Reed, I'm gonna say, can I please, like, get Paul Rudd's number, like, for the love of God, can you please just pass that on? I'll be like, I'll be like, I swear to God, I'll be like, I swear to God, I'm not a stranger, I sat literally one seat over from him at a World Series game once, well... Not a World Series game, but a postseason game. I swear to God, I, that actually happened. That's guy over here. That, no, okay, big guy. It's a whole different story. It does not apply. I shouldn't even have said anything. This Moving on. We will talk about Ant Man eventually. So, oh shit, we'll get there at one point, some point down the line. Save yeah, that story. This is your me. incentive to come back. I'm hooking y'all motherfuckers in. You better come back. Tune in. You got to hear about how Kyler met Paul Rudd. This okay. could be like fucking years from now. No, not, not Colton. Not met Paul Rudd. Sat one seat down from Paul Rudd. I did not meet him. I did not say a word, and I took a secret selfie with him, but that... Sounds like the story's been told. Don't come back. So, didn't tell the public... (laughs) Yo, I know you did not tell our viewers to not come back. That is so counterintuitive. What is wrong? I know. I know. That's that's what'll keep them coming back. I, I, I love you. Please come back forever. Yeah, obviously. Anyone who's listening to our show, they are a friend. They are a friend of mine. So... Din tells Boba to punch in the coordinates for Morak, and we're off again. And then uh, in space, Boba shows the others a scan of the planet, specifically a refinery, and it appears to be refining Rhydonium. And if you have watched The Clone Wars or Rebels, you might remember Rhydonium, because when this shit exploded, it was absolutely beautiful. It was like, it was rainbow (laughs) explosion. It's beautiful. That is the most fucking... Tread no, I mean, like, it just looked looked pretty, because... Oh, no, I know exactly what you're saying. I just don't know, like... That is so fucking fucked up that, like, something so awful happening is beautiful. Well, like, Rhydonium exploding doesn't always mean someone died with it. I mean... Normally, but not always. It's, it's a, <laughs> I would say we're, like, 80-20. Like, that's a pretty fair judgment to make on my behalf. <laughs> so, uh, Boba calls the substance volatile and highly explosive. And Mayfield's like, <laughs> kind of like this one. And he points to Cara Dune. And, uh, <laughs> oh, Boba just looks at him completely unamused. Like, oh, <laughs> his little shots that he takes at Car. Oh my god, Which, I, they were hilarious. So disappointed that Mando gave him that like look of like you're not funny because that's literally that is Mando's sense of humor in this show is the stupidest like just most random jokes out of nowhere. And I feel like that that would also be a type of joke that Mando would make. I'm waiting for the moment that a joke gets through to Din and he actually giggles in front of, (laughs) in front of other people where he goes, he lets out that little, uh, you know, (laughs) 
Bro, it's going to be just like, it's going to be like, there's this episode of Friends, and I don't remember what happens. I think they're talking about Monica and Chandler being together. And Joey's like sitting there, and he doesn't really, he doesn't know. He's just like, they say something, and he's like. And then he just realizes. Yeah, yeah no, it's going to be like that. Or it reminds me a lot of like Star-Lord when he's like, when Thor's around, and he tries to say something funny. And Thor and nobody else thinks it's funny, and then he's just like. You will not be taking our pod today, sir. <laughs> you making your voice deeper? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Cue the noise. But, uh, you know, he continues to break down the refinery's defenses, and they decide to sneak in quiet, get a closer look. And uh, down on the surface, the five of them overlook a cliffside down to some uh, transports moving Rhydonium. And Mayfeld tells them that he'll be able to get them in, but they got to help him get the hell out of there. Boba tells him to get to the roof. He'll drop in, pull him out. Nice and easy. And Kara says that her and Mayfeld will switch out with the drivers in the tunnel. Mayfeld's like, ha, you fucking thought, bro. No way you're going in there. You are a rebel, and they will definitely recognize you because this base is ran by former ISB agents, and they don't fuck around. And uh, they're like, so who? Who won't be recognized? Who we got? And they're like, Fennec? She's like, can't. Wanted by the ISB. Boba? Let's just say they might recognize my face. Oh, Next line of the episode, brilliant. by far. Brilliant. Oh, my God. I wouldn't I, say line man. of the episode. I wouldn't say line of the episode. I have one reserved for that, and oh, I don't no. know if anyone line can stop it. does come later. Yeah, the, I think Colton and I are on the same page, but I don't want to – I don't even want to know what he's going to say because I, oh, okay. I'm okay. that confident that it's the same. I agree. No. But, the line, the line I, of the fucking show so far, really, if we're going to talk but, about but it. But potentially one of the funniest lines of the show. I will give you that, Joseph. That shit made me laugh very hard. It was great. It was great. And, and uh, it was just, just another nod. I, I know we've touched on this a little bit, and I hate – I'm sorry. I'm, I know you're about to jump into something else. No, you're but, good. Go ahead. But it just is such another, like, good, I don't know, example you know of – a good well, yes, but a good example of Disney just doing more to really connect this show. Like they're really not trying to like, because I feel like we've seen in show like I don't know. There's certain times where like I feel like they don't do as much to like world build and like really connect this show to previous movie like things we've already seen. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not with this. I don't know. Maybe not with this show, but like I've seen it in shows. Like you see it in the DC universe or even the Marvel universe. They don't do enough to connect. Agents of Shield and the yeah. Marvel universe. They don't do. They dumb it down to where it's like it's connected, but like don't pay too much attention because like we're not trying that hard. And it's like yeah, that's what's funny about like Agents of Shield is like yeah. there are like world threatening threats in Agents of Shield, but it's like okay, but in this universe, the Avengers would just handle that shit. Yeah, we don't need right, exactly. But, like, this is such a subtle not like, just a subtle and easy way to just be like, yo, like, Boba Fett was really in these movies. Like, this is the same guy. You guys are seeing this, right? Like, the uh, effects of the movies are – yeah, and the effects of these movies are still taking – like, they are – the effects are, like, in the show. Like, you're seeing it happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I, I just fucking I, – I love that. I love that they don't, like – try to dumb it down or like shy away from embracing that this is really canon like this goes in the same universe yeah exactly that's why that's why i don't think they'd shy away from introducing a luke skywalker i think in fact the mandalorian would invite that they'd be like yo we're really in this bitch, okay? Yo, Cole, I'm way too receptive right now. You cannot throw out some Luke Skywalker shit on me right now, bro. Come on. Skywalker shit. So, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Din looks through his form- thermal sight and sees that the Imperials that are driving are uh, wearing helmets. And he has an idea. He's like, I'll be going, but I won't be showing my face. So we get down to the tunnel. Mayfeld, Kara, and Din drop onto the transport. And Kara drops into the driver's seat and takes both of them out. Super badass, super cool. And uh, then, you know, we cut to Mayfeld and Din getting all armored up. And uh, Kara looks at Din in his new getup and says, uh, I wish I could say it looks good on you, but I'd be lying. <laughs> What a lot! Oh man, wow. that's wonderful too. I, I and what's funny too is that like, I like to think that was both like, yeah, you look goofy in that armor, and also like stormtrooper armor looks fucking shitty on anybody. I'm a rebel and I hate stormtroopers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, oh. and, and Din's just like fuck your comment, brushes it right off, doesn't respond to it, and tells her to make sure to take out the uh, rooftop gunners, otherwise they're fucking toast. And he hands her his Beskar and tells her to uh, take care of it. She's, I will. Mayfield's like, and they, they have this real, like, soldier <laughs> brethren moment. And uh, Mayfield's like, yo, we're on the clock. And uh, after a pause, he looks, he just goes on a roll here, just a tear. Yo, we're on the clock. He looks at, uh, he looks at Den and goes, what would they say on Mandalore? And then he looks back at Kara and says, it's a shame you're not tagging along. You've got such a sunny disposition. I'm sure you're so fun on one of these. Like, this man just went joke, 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 three in a row. Didn't hesitate. I think they just kind of let him rip. Yeah. I, you know, I think they gave him... The information he needed to know, and then they just told him, just go. You they know, said, here's who your character that. is. Here's your relationship with these two. Now go. And then he just he just started being like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Just, and that's just so Bill Burr's comedy. Exactly. You know? like, of, of course he's going to be the one like joking and roasting the other characters. Mm-hmm. That's just Bill Burr's role, you know? And, uh, you know, they take control of the transport, and, and they're on their way out of the tunnel, and Mayfield's like... Hey, how's it feel? Wearing a new helmet and stuff. And he's kind of egging him on to take it off. And he removes his own. And he says uh, he can't see in it. He's like, fuck this. And he's like, I don't know how you people do it. And then he goes, by you people, I do mean Mandalorians. <laughs> so, wow. Okay, I really thought that Mando was just going to, like, turn and then punch him in the face. Like, I thought, because it was, like, building up. He kept saying stuff. And I thought Mando was getting more mad. Obviously, you can't see his face. But, like. I thought he was about to just turn it and just clock him, man. I am so convinced when they – because I'm sure it's Jon Favreau reaching out to Bill Burr to be like, hey, I got this part. I think you'd be a fit. And and Bill Burr's like, okay, sure. What what's the what's the like what's the synopsis? Like, you know, what's this guy like? And they're like, no, literally, we just want you to be Bill Burr with a different name. Like, on the <laughs> we just want you to be Bill like, Burr in Star Wars. Shit. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> I also this seems like a great a, a great part where I feel like the whoever like re, like one of the writers in the writers room had him say I don't understand how you people wear the helmets and Bill Burr was like you know it'd be funny if I said afterwards and by you people I do mean Mandalorians was that kind of like racist? it's supposed to be racist oh, yeah no, that's exactly yeah. what it was meant to no, be. you have to ask it definitely <laughs> is. Yeah. If you if you have to ask, is that racist? It is racist. Yes. That's which is right. why I feel like the type of that's the type of thing that they had him say. And Bill Burr was like, "It'd be funny as shit if I said this afterwards." So I'm gonna yeah, say it was, very, it was a very earthly and grounded joke yeah. too. They were like that. That was pretty much the most earthly joke I think they've ever made in Star Wars. If you really <laughs> oh think yeah, about it. <laughs> and I'm uh, you know, you, it's because Bill Burr is actually it, you're right. It's just Bill Burr. Burr. It's and, Bill Burr in space. <laughs> exactly. Quite so, literally. They they exit the tunnel and Fennec's looking through her sight and sees that uh 
phase one is complete. And she reports it to Boba and he's like, cool, standing by. And, uh, <laughs> Mayfeld looks to Din and tells him that it, uh, it feels better when the helmet's off. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, you know, they look to the side of the road and Mayfeld gets all worried because he sees some wreckage and it's like, it appears to be the very same build of the transport <laughs> that he is currently driving. And, uh, we hear a voice over the comms and says to watch their speed as they're coming in a little hot. They need to watch their cargo heat limits and speed and uh, a response from a, a different trooper in another cargo ship. And Den looks to Mayfeld and tells him not to worry about the Rhydonium, to just be normal. We'll be cool. Chill, 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 chill. We'll be cool. We'll be cool. Don't think, <laughs> don't think about it too much, all right? It's not even in the back of the car. Don't worry. So uh, Mayfeld honks the horn to get a bunch of people to move out of the path, and they look at the passing faces, children scowling down the side of Imperials. And Mayfeld says that, Empire, New Republic, it's all the same to these people. Nothing but invaders on their land. And I was like, okay, okay, Mayfeld. I'm kind of with you here. It's true. And, uh, he tells Den, somewhere, someone in the galaxy is ruling, and others are being ruled. And I was like, this is such a nod. Like, this is such a little wink-wink at the audience. Like, somewhere, someone in the galaxy is ruling, and the others are being ruled. And that's such a nod to Palpatine. Just oh, a yeah. Wink. And I mean, obviously, Mayfeld doesn't know about the guy. It's just a little, like, viewer. You'll get Maybe this. he does. <laughs> Never know. I seriously doubt it. But, you know, he asks if Din uh, thought that all those who died in wars fought by Mandalorians actually had a choice. And he says, how are they any different than the Empire? And just an interesting take from Mayfeld to be anti-war. I wasn't, I wasn't really yeah, anticipating Who would have thought that a sharpshooter... Would be like, you had a gun on his back that Bro, this control man, with whatever. We don't know how he controlled it, but this man's on some Wolverine, like on some Wolverine type shit, where he's like, "Yeah, everyone loves what they're good at," and he's like, "I don't," because Wolverine's good at fucking murdering things. <laughs> he is good at that. And, uh, you know, Mayfeld continues to say that people all over the galaxy, from Mandalore to Alderaan, believe different shit. But neither of them exist anymore. Whoa. Like, Damn. Like, that's kind of heavy, man. <laughs> he got deep here. Like, he was, like, he was getting philosophical as fuck with it, okay? Yo, yo, not to, like, totally... And nihilist as shit. Like, this man is a nihilist, no doubt. Um... Not to totally derail this discussion, but what is that show where it's like, oh, never mind. It's Back to the Future, where Doc Brown's like, is there a problem with Earth's gravity in 1985? Why is everything so heavy? I don't. Joseph said that, and that made me think of it. I apologize. You guys are gonna have to forgive me. I'm probably gonna fuck this whole thing up, the whole episode. But like, I'm just on my, I'm on my own little fucking vibe right now. You're on your own little plane of existence at the moment. You guys are just gonna have to let it fucking die. I don't know what else to tell you. (laughs) You know, uh, Mayfeld continues. He says he's a realist, a survivor, just like you, talking to Mando. And Mando finally speaks up after all this, and he says, "Yo, first things first, we are nothing alike." Get that out of your head right now. Mayfeld's like, eh, I'm not so sure. It seems your rules tend to change when you get desperate. <laughs> and he he pokes at him a little bit. He's like, was it like you can't take off the Mandalorian helmet? Because that's what you told me before. But now you're wearing a Stormtrooper helmet. So is it you can't show your face? Because these are two very different things. But like, this is like reasonable. Like, bro, you were the one that said, who's going to come with me? And like, what? 
Did you want him to be like, nope, can't take the helmet off, get fucked? Like, you wanted to go by yourself? I don't know why you would talk shit to this man right well, now. Mayfield's just, Mayfield's just the antagonist, bro. He just likes to fuck with you. Yeah, what do you mean? Why would you be talking shit to him right now? That's who Bill Burr is. He's just sitting there just continuing being like, poke, poke, poke. Do something, bitch. Poke, poke, poke. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, I, I think they it. just kind of kept the camera on him for like 10 minutes and just kind of let him rip, yeah. and then they just yeah. kind of took some parts out of it. Yeah, they said, <laughs> all, right, all right, Din, here's your lines. Uh, Bill, go to town. <laughs> <laughs> Respond so over the- whatever you want to what he says. <laughs> you know, Mayfeld says, we're all the same. Everybody's got their lines they won't cross until things get messy. That if you can make it through your day and still sleep at night, you're doing better than most. And I was like, man. Mayfield's just a sad boy, huh? Well, he just was enslaved, kind of, so... <laughs> no, yeah, don't get me wrong. He has I, reason I to be a sad be boy. But he's tortured for... Like, he's a tortured soul from his days as an Imperial sharpshooter. And like, that's he feels, okay. He feels but, extreme guilt. But, but to kind of dive into this part of the episode a little bit dude fucking that's why i love this part of the episode because it dives into his character so much like if you had told me that we would have gotten depth like this from him i would have been like no fucking way like that dude got put in jail like what else to, what left is there to talk about this man got a whole arc but no but yeah. like the way it culminates at the end of this like towards the end of this episode oh my god it's wonderful that is some of the most like Bro, it's I'm the most sorry. moving shit we've ever had in Star Wars, but, and I'm not but, even capping. I but, loved it. But how good is this show? Like, okay, I just saw a tweet the other day that said that people felt people are starting or like that there's a growing. Not, I don't even want to say consensus, but that there are people that think that the future of Star Wars is in television, and that's oh, why we're getting so many okay. shows. Yeah. yeah, but like this is why. This is why that is truth. Where do you get a side character that gets this much value, gets this much development, gets this good of a story? Dude, Finn was a main character and didn't get this good of development. Like, I don't feel out of my realm for saying that. I don't feel no, fucking And you crazy. shouldn't. That's the thing is they fucked Finn over. It's yeah. shitty directing. It's Finn shitty directing. And, honestly, Finn got that shit. Poe got the shaft. There's a lot of characters that should be so beloved and are, but, like, even more so. That didn't get that kind of treatment, didn't get that kind of development. Absolutely. And, 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 and that just is what's disappointing is like, how is that the perspective I've gotten from Mayfeld getting this much development is being like, wow, like look at how underserved some of the bigger, better characters are.
this man was only in two episodes of The Mandalorian, and he managed to get a better and fuller arc than half the characters in the sequel trilogy. So what was Poe Dameron's arc? Could you tell me? No, you fucking couldn't, because he didn't have one. He just did something new in every movie. It he was maybe had force powers. <laughs> <laughs> and he also maybe loved Ray, but also the, well, that they, was thin, yes. didn't actually love Ray. And that he was going to say that he had force powers, even though he didn't. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, dude, it, it, it's just like, I I can't fault, like, I don't want to believe it that TV is, like, the future. Like, that is where 90% of our Star Wars content will come from, because I don't think that's true. I think they know. They officially announced 10 series in the next I, three years. I just think that they're going to. I just think that they know now that they can do both. And I think, uh, God damn, I don't know. It's hard for me to want to doubt any trilogy that's going to come about until I see who the director, like who's going to be at the helm. Are we committed to giving this person three movies? Not, hey, we're going to give you one. Oh, you fucked up. Give it to somebody else. Oh, well, you weren't that bad, actually. Can you come back? Like, if I we're going to get a seam, like a seamless story, like a seamless trilogy, Dude, I don't see how you can start star, doubt Star Wars. I don't see how you can't. I, I just don't. The thing is that I don't know how much more we're going to see this. Like we are looking at the trilogy idea. I don't know how much more we're going to go with that because we officially have confirmation that the next Star Wars movie is Patty Jenkins, the director of Wonder Woman and Wonder Woman 1984 Rogue Squadron, which will come out in 2023, and it's it's based around the Rogue Squadron, the the. Uh, the the group that was spawned by Rogue One, which Time I out. think, and That's I don't know, our first movie. Yeah, our next movie in the Star Wars in the Star Wars franchise. Yo, I'm gonna fucking cry. Um, I did not know we were that far away from our. Oh my god! I honestly thought the I saw the stuff about the Rogue Squadron. I thought that was gonna be a TV show. I did not realize that, that was gonna be a movie. Now that one's gonna be a movie, and I think that's a standalone. And I look forward to that because I think if we get the prop and like Taika Waititi, he's he's in development on his Star Wars project too. And I don't know if that's gonna be. I don't think that'll be a confirmed trilogy off the bat. If anything, they'll float the first one out there and hopefully have ideas for where to take it. But I think that movie specifically is just going to say, fuck everything you've ever known in Star Wars. I'm Taika, White, I'm Taika Waititi, and this is going to be fucking wild. Because it's gonna, I'm sure he's going to just jump forward hundreds of years and be like, this is a brand new timeline. You don't know anything. I wouldn't actually be opposed to that, though. I wouldn't at all. See, I'm, I'm completely open to that, actually. I, I would love brand new Star Wars storytelling, completely I new agree. timeline. I agree, 100%. And I think what I keep seeing is the High Republic. Everybody, it seems so resounding that, like, so many people want this. It's just because they want to go before everything that we've seen. Because yeah. and they don't want to go after because if you go after then you know there's still going to be the side right. effect you're still building off of right then you can kind of like bring obviously the only character that I guess you'd bring in from the original or from like the original series would be like Yoda Yoda yeah and everyone wants to see a you know a little gremlin on overdosing on ketamine so oh my <laughs> god <Yeah>. ketamine <laughs> but uh, let's move forward with the episode shall we no 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 we can't. Over the comms, we uh, we hear uh, over the comms, we hear a another uh, patrol call out for help, and uh, 
We hear some shots ring out and Mayfeld's face turns to panic and we hear a, another voice saying to please stand by for reroute. And uh, then we see an explosion that a uh, juggernaut four has been destroyed and the voice tells them to proceed with caution. And Mayfeld's like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> I, no, I think they could have given a little, saw an explosion. a little more detail. You know, maybe yeah. just they could have given a little bit more. But. Well, but they also probably like they're assuming that the people driving these have worked here and know what the dangers are of like, hey, fair. be careful. <laughs> yeah. So Mayfeld steps on it as they are uh, approached and boarded by pirates. And uh, Din hops out the window and fires his weapon at them. And Mayfeld astonished, astonished is just like, are you seriously Shooting a blaster near Rhydonium. <laughs> Are you fucking crazy? And, uh, you know, Din sees that they have thermal detonators. And he's like, yo, they've got thermal detonators. And Mayfield's like, well, fucking great. And he <laughs> he climbs like, out the back. What do you want me to do? Like, they've got fucking goddamn grenades. You don't want me to fucking shoot a bullet? Like, Jesus Christ. Like, what do you, you – th- like, I'm going to take these motherfuckers on by hand, which is funny because, like, what we get doing that. But, uh, precisely that, but, like, still. And he's able to shoot the one guy off with the detonator, and he, he takes the tumble with the detonator in hand after it's already been armed. So, you know, him and one of the little pirate ships goes boom, boom, fiery death for all of them. And uh, Mayfeld yells back at him. He's like, yo, you should have left me in prison, bro. Why'd you do this to me? And the, uh, you know, the fight rages on for a while longer. Like this was a long fight scene, bro. Yeah. They just kept coming, man. It just I'm kept like going. I was like, when is this going to end? Uh, like the first time I watched it, I mean, it, it looked cool and all, but I was like, this has been like 10 minutes of the episode. Is this? And like I don't have I don't have many notes for it. It's just like the fight kept going. It just kept going on, and you know, also, it, it's extremely evident that Din is not used to fighting without his best car. Yeah, this man yeah. taking hits and going fuck. Yeah, no, Ow. that's what I loved about this is that he actually has to face consequences for like <laughs> combat. Yeah. You know, yeah. taking yeah. shots. Yeah. yeah. No. I have one question though. What was their like? What was the the like the pirates or whatever they were? What was their goal? Was it just to destroy them? Because I feel like that doesn't seem like a very smart thing to do. No, I think I think these might have just been like kind of anti-imperial rebels. Like yeah. I think they were just trying to destroy yeah. the Rhydonium so the Empire didn't have. Yeah, it. yeah, I guess probably. Is, I was just thinking of like it frames the episode in such a weird way because you know Din is fighting for the Empire yeah. for a moment. Yeah, well, and <laughs> like, the, like that, that that like I don't know, like species or race or whatever you want to call them. I don't know why I just like whenever I see them, I just think pirate. Oh, um, yeah, of course. And I, yeah, and like seeing them just literally, their only goal is to try and blow stuff up. I'm like, I, this just seems weird. I feel like you should be trying to steal this stuff, not just blow it up. Yeah, I'm I'm imagining that. Like, I think since they were just trying to blow it up, the only logical conclusion to me is that they are anti-imperial yeah. and they didn't want the empire to have Rydonian. Yeah, which is fair. Absolutely. It's just funny. And when you frame it like that, then that means Din is fighting for the Empire. Yeah. And uh, it, it looks like they're just absolutely done for when Din gets pinned down and they attach a detonator to the uh, Rhydonium. And, you know, Din's like, fuck this, escapes the clutches, throws the detonator at the, at the following pirate ship and uh, goes boom, boom. But again, more come at like more than there have been the entire time. They were just like, fuck it. Now we're all here. Yeah, I, it was weird. I don't know. I don't know if I really like this part, but it's I, I mean, it's all oh, right. dude, no, fucking awesome. 
I don't know how you could say it. I, I fucking loved it. I don't know. Maybe I mean, I'm a it was wildly I, entertaining. Don't get me wrong. It just felt like they kept coming, and I was kind of like, "Where from?" But uh, I think okay. Here's what I'll say. I have such an like I have such an attachment to this scene just because of what happens right at the end of it. Oh, it's wonderful. Like that's what I think that's what saves it for me is like. Oh, oh I agree. This part is awesome. A the laugh. parallel, the parallel, for the first time oh, ever. Shit. For the first time ever, we are relieved to see the Empire. Yeah. As they finish off the pirates from the Tie Fighters and the ground forces, and Din and Mayfeld safely get to get into the base as they are saluted. Yeah. Never and been so happy to see stormtroopers before. Yeah. <laughs> he had some good lines. Be happy show, to see man. stormtroopers. <laughs> and you know they are greeted by chants and cheers for their valor against the pirates when they get inside and they make their way through the crowd and take a peek to see what they're working with and Mayfeld st- spots the terminal which looks exactly like an arcade game and I am convinced that's almost certainly what they used as the prop <laughs> and uh, you know he's ready to head in and he takes takes a couple steps in and he stops he spots Valen Hess a man he served under and he's like yo can't do it I mean, I was just a field operative, but he's uh, he's not taking the chance. So, so this was kind of, I don't know. It was kind of just a way to get Mando to take his helmet off. It didn't really make much exactly sense. Exactly what it is. Because, like, you know, Bill, like, his character, Bill Burr, could make up something and be like, he's probably not going to recognize him in the first place at all. Mm-hmm. And then if he does recognize him, like, you, he could just say, like, it's a pleasure to be serving under you again or something some stupid like something yeah. like that see the, the way that i look at it is that the the reason this happens is because when Met, when mayfeld sees this guy it makes him flustered as fuck initially yeah. oh. like he doesn't know how well he'll be able to control himself he is concerned he might murder the guy because yeah, he does end up murdering he does him. end up doing that also i think it's kind of like one of those things of like yeah he probably won't recognize me but if he does and i can't come up with an excuse and him believe it we're really fucked. Oh, really fucked, yeah. So, um, you know. cause at least later on, he controls how it happens because, you know, exactly. he just pulls the gun out and shoots him in the face. <laughs> you know, so Din tells him, you know, come on, you can do it. Just make it quick. And Mayfeld and him go back and forth for a few moments. He's like, yo, I really don't want to do it. And he's like, yo, you have to do it. And he's like, no, I really can't. He's like, yo, if you don't <laughs> do this, I never see the kid again. He's like, I fucking can. He's like, you fucking will. And he's like, no, I won't. <laughs> and so Din's like, fuck it. Give me the thing. And Mayfeld's like, that won't work. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, well, what's gonna work, Mayfeld? And he's like, you have to take off your, you got to take off your helmet. And Din says, "Fuck it, I'm doing it." And he takes, he takes the key, and you're like, what? Okay, what my thing is, so what I wanted to know, why? Is how? It except how? in a human face, what? yeah, exactly. Like, like that's what I was wondering. Can you could could any fucking person with an actual human looking face just go scan their shit and it'd be like, yep, acceptable. And 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 honestly, it wouldn't surprise me given the way that the fucking empires designed their fucking Death Stars up to this point, where there's just a clear path to a fucking destruction of just your whole fucking plan. Like it doesn't fucking surprise me. Also, like why? Why? If you think why? about it, the only thing that all of these troopers, like the stormtroopers, have in common is they're all human. And so you could reasonably say maybe like the the la- like as long as you have this little thingy, the right code, and you're human, you're good to go because you know that's the the only reason they have that is to be sure that someone who's not human doesn't try and break yeah, it. Yeah, the, the Empire is notoriously racist against anything that is not human. 
rightfully so, but um, <laughs> oh no, I just kind of felt it was convenient to the plot. And, Yo, uh, I, I mean, they didn't, they didn't want to explain it. They didn't explain it. They just said, "Fuck yeah. it, go with it." Yo, so I, I was kind of cheap. A hundred. I just thought about this, and I'm sorry to backtrack, but like, why did the fucking pirates not just throw the detonators? Why did they have to fucking stick them onto the fucking right? I don't think uh, they. I don't think they are like Semtex. I don't think they just stick. I think you actually have to yeah. actively like, otherwise, oh, like a frag grenade. Like you yeah, gotta yeah. cook it, like in Call of Duty. Like you gotta cook that shit and then like mm-hmm. throw it when it's about to blow. So, I okay. guess they could do that too because Den does do that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Goddamn. I really I think there, there probably are a lot more plot holes in this episode than we were yeah, actually uh, really. Definitely, really are, dude. Like they're tiny. Yeah, things. yeah, Joseph. I really do think that they said, "All right, we want we want Den to have to take his helmet off." Let's yeah, but not here. Yeah, okay. I don't think it should have been here. Yes, this why not? Like, it's what, stupid. What, I don't what, know. I didn't like this moment. What the fuck is going to happen? Is Din going to yeah. come face to face with Bobby and he's going to be like, take off your helmet or I kill the kid? Like, he's not going to do that. He's just going to fucking kill the kid. You have to have something to be with Baby. He wants to be with Baby. Exactly. None of that is going to sound clear when we release this episode because all three of us were talking at the same time. Yeah. He wants to find the baby. And in order to do so, he's faced with a situation where he has to take his helmet off. And so he takes his helmet off. Nah, I don't know. I didn't like it. It just seemed way too forced. Yeah, well, way too forced. And the first time should have been with Grogu. And I don't know. I I did not like this episode. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan. You also episode. thought that Den would be a good leader of Mandalore, so. Okay, <laughs> you never know. I actually so, think Boba's gonna lead that shit. I don't oh, think yeah, so Boba's not gonna lead that shit. Beef. He will. Beef. Oh. Beef. Mando's just trying. Or fucking Boba's trying to make his way through the galaxy. Exactly. What, what better way to make it through than lead a planet? Exact <laughs> opposite of what I'm saying. Both Din and Boba. Neither of them are going to become the leaders of Mandalore, Joseph. Okay. Anyway, what um, I wanted to say was that the parallel. I didn't touch on this, and I don't know how I fucking missed it. Actually, I do, but you I don't. Were, you were completely know. zoned in on your phone. I kept talking, and I kept looking at you, like, is he actually going to get to whatever the fuck he wanted to talk about a no, second ago? Okay. And he never did. But when Mando fucking stood up and had his fists out, and he was totally exhausted. Tell me what that made you think of. It's so obvious to me. I don't know. You didn't think of Steve Rogers in fucking Avengers Endgame. Oh, when he gets up to face Thanos again? All by himself and he's beat the fuck up. That's well, see, that's exactly the thing is that, like, I, I wish that moment would have resonated with me like that. It's just that, like, I was never concerned he was going to lose to these pirates. I was thoroughly okay. convinced Steve Rogers okay. was going to okay. get okay. kicked okay. in by Thanos. Oh, my God. That is such a good point. That is such a good point. But, like, that just, like, fists up, like, I'm going to take you Oh, no, I totally see what you're talking about. Where he's like, fuck like, it. All right, here we go again. Exactly. Like, that parallel was, like, ah, chef's kiss. It was, it was gorgeous. And, you know, so Din, he says, fuck it. He walks in. He heads for the terminal, and he uh, he tries to scan the uh, scan his face with the helmet on. <laughs> and, no. Uh, okay, so what I said, this is what's funny. In my notes, I literally put, god damn, he blends in like a fucking unicorn at a petting zoo. This man is fucking just socially awkward to the point where it's like, oh, my god, dude, like – at least walk with a normal like tempo. Like you were really walking is. like you don't belong here. No, just the no. walk let alone the posture. The so posture like you don't fit in at all. Which like is, you're just staring bullets at everyone that is looking at you. And like, bro, 
can you get a clue? Like blend in at least a little bit. Like holy shit. That's what's so cool about this character is that normally he is so good. He is so cool and in command. But if he has to do anything social, it is fucking hell for him. And it's because because he's never had to talk to anybody. Right. Do you think that he is even it's it's even worse because of his not being in his armor in this episode? He feels naked. Because I that's how I I think he feels naked. I think he's like, I don't I'm not protected in the slightest. Mm -hmm. I agree. And I didn't even realize that until now. But like him not being in the armor makes this make so much more sense to me. It's just he's not calling the shots. Yeah. He usually Uh, calls the shots every situation and then now he's He's oh, no, putting, he's not, he's putting yeah. everything on the line for a chance to get to to get to the kid. Not even putting everything on the line to get the kid. It's just getting the directions to the kid. Like <laughs> he's just like, I'm way out of my I'm way out of where I want to be right now. I just have to put everything down and say, fuck everything else. I've got to get to this kid. And, you know, he when when it fails to scan the helmet, <laughs> he does not hesitate after that to remove it. He's like, Alright, fuck it. Fine. I guess I have to do this and and oh it, no, he does hesitate because it like it's, it counts it, down. It's like, hey, fuck you, take your helmet off, bitch. Mm-hmm. Countdown beginning, and he's like, uh, uh, and then everyone like looks at him like, the fuck is this idiot doing? Why does he still have his helmet on? <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, fine, takes it yeah. off, you know, scans it as it says one. Yeah, and you know he he sticks the little thing in it, and he gets the he gets the coordinates he needs, and Valen Hester meanwhile has been. Like, yo, yo, trooper, what's up? And he's been completely ignoring him. Din is eventually forced to look at him face to face. And and you're like, oh, shit, it really happened. He's just coming face to face with Valen Hess with his face out and everything. That's just that, huh? And uh, With his face out. And, you know, Hess asks for his designation and Din's like, transport crew. And Hess is like, what? <laughs> and, you know, again, Din's like, uh. I'm transport co-pilot. <laughs> he is just throwing out words and, and just hoping that something sticks. Like, this man is fucking... <laughs> it's awful. Like, it is so uh, No, son. What the fuck is your TK number, guy? Yo, the fuck... The fact that this dude is saying son is so weird to me. Like, when did, uh, like, an Imperial officer become suddenly Southern, like... Like Yo, I'm just no, this man gave me Confederate out. general vibes, and I think he was supposed to. Absolutely. Well, okay, like, but... I'm just waiting for this man to pull out a fucking pack of red man and a fucking sweet tooth. Like that's all I'm waiting for. Tyler, but also, when the fuck did a space pirate become be, get a Boston accent? Okay, okay. okay. Purse. Like it's just they okay. have accents. <laughs> it's just like it. It just be like that. Like okay, I understand. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a big galaxy, you know, people from all over the place. Yo, know? I just need to know whatever planet this Valen Hess dude is from, and just so I know not to fucking go there. That's all ever, I need to know. Ever. Like, bro, no, talk about no, the least fucking inclusive What's your TK thing, number, bro? Least fucking accepted fucking universe on the planet, or in the galaxy. Like, I will just avoid that shit. <laughs> Mayfeld approaches, and he's like, saving his ass. He goes, this is TK-593. He's my commanding officer. I'm TK-111. What's up, brother? <laughs> no. And, uh, Smooth as fuck with the shits. Yeah. Absolute contrast between Mando and him. Like, Mayfeld comes in, just he's smooth talking. It's Lando like, Han type guy. He's like, yeah, oh, get us out yeah. of this situation. 
with that my word. Exactly. I could have gone up to that panel very easily. That's could what I'm saying. He probably could have, but you know, well, it is what it is. We got what we got. Shit to save Mando from Valen. Why didn't he just go up and do it in the first place? Like, if you could save him from Valen by yourself, like, why wouldn't you just go do it in the first? Place? But you could, you could also make the argument though that the reason that 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 he accepted all of this so quickly and wasn't like, hey, wait a minute, you look really fucking familiar, was because of the fact that he was already focusing on. Den being a spaz. And also, it's, it adds... It could be a necessity. Like, yeah. oh shit, I only need to get involved if I absolutely have to. Yeah. It also and, has. It also pushes Mayfeld's for, his character forward a little bit. The fact that he was willing to be like, shit, I gotta protect this guy, and he did it. Like, he, yeah. he didn't just let this... He didn't hang this guy out to dry. He was like, I'm with this guy, so this Very is my true. guy for now, you know? Because if, if Mayfield walks up to that to the thing immediately, and the guy just focuses on him, and he's just talking face to face with him, Mando's not going to be able to walk up and be able to help the situation out at all. Shit, he'd walk up and be like, "Uh, uh, co-pilot," and then he'd be like, "All right, you guys are both fucking imposters. Get out." <laughs> <laughs> so you know, he's uh, Bill Burr. He he gives another great excuse. He's like, "You're going to have to speak up to my guy here ever since his vessel lost pressure into Nab, and." You, do you guys remember where we've heard Tanab before? I do not. It's in Return of the Jedi when uh, Lando gets promoted to general, and he's like, "They must have heard about my my maneuver at the Battle of Tanab." You know, like I wonder wow. if that's the battle they're referencing where he lost pressure in his vessel. What if that, that that'd be really cool? I would love that. But what uh, if one of Mayfield's buddies actually ha- had that happen to him? Because like he went into his spiel about like all my buddies died. Like yeah. cruelly, and you let him die. Like I don't know, maybe it was kind of like some built-up anger. Like, oh, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was. And you know, he, Bill Burr's like, "Yo, let's get the fuck out of here." All right, he tries to escort him out the room, and Valen has is like, "You're not dismissed." And I was like, "Fuck, fuck." And you know, he talks to them all anonymously for a second, and then decides, "Let's grab a drink." You know what this reminded me of? What's that? And I just really, like, literally, right now, just now, thinking about it. Inglorious bastards. When the scene when they're in the bar with the with the Nazi officer, yeah, I, I understand. I get, I get that. That is exactly the vibe I get. And given how this pans out, boy, does it seem awfully similar. I guess it they does. came out with their lives, but like, still, just fucking like, damn, that parallel to me was just hitting really hard. It was, it was, and you know, outside the facility, car, facility, Cara Dune and Fennec watch on from above and. They look through their scopes to see what's happening. They break down their plan of attack, and they wonder what's uh, taking the guys so long. And, you know, we cut back inside. And in there, Brown Eyes and Mayfeld are sitting down for a drink with Val and Hess. Brown Eyes. Oh, Brown eyes. oh who would have thought? And I, and I love that, that they were like, they were like, fuck it. This is the first time this guy has seen his face, and he's letting him know that he, like, he paid so much attention immediately that he knows what color his eyes are. <laughs> he's like, damn. I th- what if like what if they come back into contact with like Mayfeld eventually and he's like sup brown eyes and then everyone's like the fuck did you, say? Yeah. you know you know the color of this man's eyes that'd be interesting but uh that'd, you know. that'd be really funny though oh super funny and uh Hess is like so where are you from brown eyes and Mayfeld's like how about we uh propose a toast to Operation Cinder and I was like oh we're about to get fucking real and Hess is taken aback he's like ah a man who knows his history. He says it's impressive, and Hess reminisces on the day and how glorious it was for a victory of the Empire. And 
Mayfield's like, eh, bip, 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 bip. an entire city gone, the people in it. And we lost our whole division that day. It's like five to 10,000 people. And Hess is like, yep, and all heroes of the Empire it was a small sacrifice for the greater good. And Mayfeld says, is it? it? Depends on who you ask. All those people, the ones who died, was it good for them? Their families, their friends, the guys I served with? The citizens fighting for their freedom? And I was like, fuck yeah, get his ass, Mayfeld, do it. He was kind of going in, man. He no, was going he in. I loved it. He was. And it, it, I honestly, as soon as I heard him call into question, like what he said, I knew what it was building to. Like mm-hmm. that had the instant. Because I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, he's yeah. only saying this knowing how it's going to end. Like he yeah. knows what he's going to do. Yeah. Something's and, happening because he's not going to get away with saying all this no, stuff. No, uh-uh, absolutely not. And, you know, Hess is like, we've outlived every one of them. They're eating themselves alive. The new republic is in disarray, and the empire grows stronger by the day. He says that with the Rhydonium they've just delivered, they can wreak havoc that will make Burning Khan pale by comparison. And this, this gets to Mayfeld, bro. He immediately is just like, nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. He's like, no, I did not deliver this. Like, you can see right him, now. like, yeah. he is visibly angry. It is manifesting oh, in his movement. He's, he looks over at Dan. He's like, you better fucking stop me. And Dan's like, you got to fucking chill, bro. And he's like, no, no bro. The bro, humanization, uh, though. But, like, the fact that, like, I, I don't know. I think this just builds off of the humanization we get with Finn as a stormtrooper. Like, it does. Absolutely uh, does. About, see, and that just goes to show even more so, double fact, honestly, how much more they did with Mayfeld being way less significant of a character in the show, way less significant of an Imperial slash Stormtrooper, like, you know, person, mm-hmm. and building him into this, like, humanized, like, tra- like traumatized, like, the effects of that. Like, Finn, you only get it a little bit, but, like, with Mayfeld, you're seeing this all play out, like, mm-hmm. tenfold, like, start to finish. Bro, he's so, a like, good actor. He is doing phenomenal. Yeah, like, I did not expect it. Like I, well, I, I, I like, was emotionally moved yeah. by the way. Yeah. Here's it. what I'll say: If you've watched Bill Burr do anything else other than this, or even so, like for me, it's simple. Like it's it's his. You know, I've seen his stand-ups, or at least a handful. I've seen F is for Family. Mm-hmm. You guys have seen that show on Netflix. It's an animated yeah, show. His voice acting, the way he can portray emotion, the way he can so easily express it, like the way he can animate himself, like whether it be whether it be like him actually being on camera, like his physical person, like it is in the Mandalorian mm-hmm. or in the standups, or just his voice and like his inflections and what he does for his voice acting in FS Family. He does a great job of expressing that. Like you feel like you're really feeling that emotion. So mm-hmm. I feel like this is like just makes total sense for him. It's like he awesome. this is his yeah. niche, believe it or not. Like he thrives in this area. And that's shocking given he's a comedian, but like he does a fantastic job. Yeah, no, he, he absolutely does. My bad. The oh, episode he was in before, I kind of was like you know, I was serious about him, and then I'd remember, like, oh, he's Bill Burr. <laughs> and then kind of, like, like laughed yeah. that he's in Star Wars. Never like, once this, did that happen this episode. This role, I took him seriously. Like, like, no, the whole time. And the first time I watched it, he was Bill Burr the whole time. This time when I was watching it, this guy was fucking Mayfeld. You know? Yeah. I didn't think Bill Burr the whole time. I yeah. thought, this Man. is the character. And I love it. See, I thought Bill Burr, but that was just, like, at the beginning whenever he was, like. Oh, when he was joking around and you stuff. You have such a sunny disposition. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, he says that uh, 
Valen Hess here, he goes, people think they want freedom, but what they really want is order. And when they realize that, they'll welcome us back in op with open arms. And Din and Mayfeld look at each other, and Mayfeld's like, bro, you gotta fucking stop me, bro. You better stop me right now. And, and Din's like, you gotta, you gotta fucking chill. And then Mayfeld just looks him right in the eye, and he's like, mm, all right, drop. <laughs> Fires that shit right into his chest. And, uh, and they, they, a stormtrooper just, like, looks at them for a second, like, yo, what yeah, this the fuck? is so funny. Like, everyone looks at each other like, wait. They're so I confused. They're like, nobody's ever Dude. done that before. Like, what? You guys are just celebrated as being heroes and delivering Rhydonium, and then you go and kill our leader right now? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, it'd be really weird to see what the stormtroopers were thinking. And naturally, they just kill everyone else in the room. And, uh, yo, he's got a fucking gun on him. That man didn't miss. He said, pshu, 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 pshu. Imperial, Imperial sharpshooter for sure. And uh, Mayfield grabs his helmet and hands it to Den and says, you did what you had to do. I never saw your face. And I was like, Love just it. again, just again coming through. Yeah. So real quick question. So do you think he learned how to shoot accurately after he stopped being an Imperial sharpshooter? Definitely after. No I way mean, he could have. Because, I mean, you know. Dude, it's so you guys mentioned, you guys mentioned in, the, in, that ep in the previous episode that he's not, I'm not, I wasn't a stormtrooper wise ass. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. It's so funny to me, though, that, like, they have these people in their midst, and, like, they just can't hang on to them. That somehow the only people they put on the ground are people who can't fucking hit their shot. <laughs> like, how does this happen? It's just bodies, man. It really is. They've just got all the numbers. And, you know, they make their escape as they are chased by some more stormtroopers, and they scale the side of the building up the roof as uh, Cara Dune and Fennec Shan start picking off the ones chasing them, and it's pretty fucking cool. And Boba starts his run. Trying to fly the slave one over to save them, and they jump. They jump on board, jumping off the building. It was a pretty cool scene. And on their way out, Mayfield's like, "Hand me the sniper," and you're like, "Oh yeah." And he takes aim and he shoots right at the Rhydonium and destroys the whole refinery. And the line he says here, when he looks back at Danny, goes, "We all need to sleep at night." I was like, "Damn, oh my god!" As as I was Kyle like, said earlier, this was this was one of the most moving. Performance, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, where is okay? Tell me in the trilogy, where is Finn's line like that? Where is where is Poe's line like that? Where is it? It doesn't exist. It, it just doesn't. And that's sad to say, but like, it's not there. It's just not. And it's that's shitty writing, man. Shitty writing, shitty directing. And it's, it's such a shame it. because. John Boyega is a fucking phenomenal actor and was absolutely, oh, absolutely. great. The potential of that character. So he was could, Oscar Isaac. So either, was of them, either of them could act the act circles around John, like Bill Burr. And that's no slight at Bill Burr. Like, that's just a fact. Like, they could They're act circles around acting, this man. Yeah. And yet he gets this line. He gets this <laughs> development and kills it. And it's like, God damn, imagine. Fucking imagine. Mm. Oh, my God. Heart so right here, as they're flying off, you think, okay, cool, the episode's over. Nah, here's some TIE fighters coming up on the rear. And you're like, oh, fuck, how are they going to get out of this one? Boba takes some evasive action, you know. And then you see from behind, he arms something, and you're like, oh, what's going to happen? He opens the back of the ship, and you see it. Nuts. He engages, Nuts. He engages yeah, the, yeah. Most, the most beautiful of weapons. The most gratifying uh, lead up to the use of a weapon I think I've ever seen. Ever, bro. The most satisfying weapon usage in all of Star Wars was this episode of yes. The Mandalorian yes. when Boba Fett dropped the seismic charge, and the the episode just goes silent. It descends, mm -hmm. and we hear. 
just fucking brilliant. Yeah. Whenever, <laughs> whenever I watched this, the people I was watching with, they were like, oh, what? They literally, like, audibly said, they're like, oh, what is he going to do? And I just, I quietly went, seismic charge, seismic charge, seismic charge. <laughs> and then they did, and I was like, oh, whenever he was yes. flying, like, straight up, yes. I, I, it was going to happen. It like, was, bro. dude. Oh, my God. I was sitting here watching it with my girlfriend at 2 a.m., and I was like, I was I was like ready for the episode to be over and then I I audibly yelled, Holy fucking shit, that was awesome. Yeah, like calm <laughs> me down. Can we talk about I got like, so hype. Can we talk about like the precision? Because like is this a time thing where like as soon as you drop it it takes like X That's amount of seconds or it takes load? Yeah. Like what does this take? Like is it a proximity thing where like I would assume fighter? Yeah, probably like a proximity of like it knows. Like, bro, it if it's, if it's like timed, he had to time it for based on separation. Like, okay, I have officially reached X amount of yards away from these people. I can drop this bitch now. Like, this is insane to think about. Like, just the logistics of it. And I don't know what has made me think of it and like why I'm nerding out about it so hard. But like, I am not opposed to it at all. Also, if you think about it, maybe next time people try and chase after the slave one, they should like kind of like be like diagonal with each other on like different like areas sorry well, i have a feeling the only person who's ever made it out of these seismic charges is so obi-wan kenobi and I, doubt, I doubt anybody else has made it out i don't i it's fair yeah. Yeah. like that shit like destroys your ship no like no questions yeah asked. if i'm gonna go out i'd rather go out with the seismic charge you know oh, that's no, a, doubt. Yeah. no doubt if that's a thing in my lifetime that's how i'm going out yeah, you know, I'm like, have a, have a, the guy who plays, have Tamara Morris and just drop the seismic charge on me. We'll be cool. Oh, and uh, speaking of uh, the guys who play Boba Fett, uh, today, as of the date of recording, the guy who played Boba Fett in the original trilogy passed away, Jeremy Bullock, which is super it's sad. It's a sad time for Star Wars actors, man. It is. Because they're also old. Yeah. The original trilogy. Devastating, but you know. Oh, God damn it. I just <laughs> thought about James Earl Jones. Oh, fuck. Uh, so not thinking about oh, him, I literally God. saw a TikTok that was like, um, it was like one of those like 2050. I can't remember if one of you guys sent it to me. Oh, right? yeah. I think one of you guys sent it. The, the like Ewan McGregor. And I was like, you, he's not allowed to die. He yeah. has to live forever. Oh. Dude, I love Ewan McGregor. So he's fun. the first person, if we discover a way to make people to like have them like be biologically immortal – he should be the first one. Ewan McGregor is choice number first one. one. Yes. I don't care. I don't care who else. I don't no, care. You have they... to watch. No, you guys have to watch his documentaries on Apple TV Plus. The Long Way Up, Long Way Around, and Long Way Down because they are fucking phenomenal and they are so humanizing. I fucking love Ewan McGregor, and I already loved Ewan McGregor before I watched these just off Obi Wan Kenobi. But now I now I love Ewan McGregor separately. Yo, real talk, if y'all haven't watched Christopher Robin. Fucking phenomenal, bro. Saw that shit in theaters. I did too. I fuck with him in that movie. He he kills that shit. But, you know, moving on. (laughs) Mayfeld is uh, ready to head back to the scrapyard. And he's like, so you guys going to take me back or what are we doing? And Dune's like, hmm. You know, it's a shame Mayfeld died in the explosion back there. And Mayfeld's like, the fuck you talking about? You going to kill me right now? I I, I thought that, man. I thought they were just going to like bomb I I knew no, that that, yeah. but whenever he first said that, I completely understood like the characters feeling like, hold on a minute, oh, yeah. 
<laughs> I don't think Mayfeld thought that he could do anything like slightly nice enough to save his life. Like I thought he probably I feel like he knew he was either gonna get killed in action, get killed after the fact, or taken back to jail. I don't think he foresaw being free at all. Zero why he turned out like why he became such a good guy. Because it, that, at that point it was like, all right, well I accepted death, so might as well at least do a little bit of good before I die. Exactly. This the reason like the some of the good that he does in this episode means so much is because he didn't have the incentive of yeah. being set free. They told him at the beginning, you do not, you are not getting set free. And he still did all the shit he did just because it, it eased his conscience, you yeah. know, still to take out an entire Imperial refinery of Rhydonium. Yeah. Really funny though. Whenever he's like, what? So I'm, I'm good to go. But like, so I'm, I'm, and he's like, I'm, and he's like slowly walking. He's the SpongeBob. I'm a head out meme. You know, he's yeah. like, I'm, I'm going. So like, give me a heads up if this not, if this is, if this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. All right, then, all right, see ya, bye guys. I feel like they could have dropped him off somewhere. You know, like I thought. Yeah, yeah, kind of shitty that they just. I'm kinda... just gonna chill on Morak for a while until he finds another ship. But uh, you know, he walks off and he's like, "All right, I'm going." And Din and Kara are like, so what's the move? You get the coordinates? They're like, hell yeah. We're ready for that finale. Not so fast. We cut up to Moff Gideon's cruiser, and a message has been received that needs his attention. I have written the I have written the message down, and I will recite it now. I want to hear So we see, Din in, we see Din in hologram form, and this has weight too because there's a reason now that we've seen Moff Gideon so fucking much in hologram form. You know, it was for this. It was so when Mando popped up, you were like, oh, mm-hmm. and he goes, Moff Gideon, you have something I want. You may think you have some idea of what you're in possession of, but you do not. Soon he will be back with me. And then right here, he means more to me than you will ever know. <laughs> Bro. Yeah. Bro. Hearing him recycle Moff Gideon's lines were no, like, listen, bro. Do you wow, realize what this means? Wow. Do you realize what this? These words resonated with him to such a point that he was so scared for the child's life that they have just been playing over and over in his oh, head. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They okay. these shits are permanently ingrained in his fucking. You mind. think? Do you think he recorded it in the Slave One? Like that's probably where. Mm-hmm. This recording happened. Do you think they're yeah. behind, like hyping him up? Like that's exactly what I was gonna say. Oh, they're no. like, oh. one of them's doing the eating the cereal thing. They're fucking. Ah. Or what <laughs> if like shout out my Jayhawks? What if they're brainstorming like, oh, what do we tell this guy? We gotta scare the crap out of him, and then and then there he goes. I know what to say, and then just goes oh, in. This is honestly like the I think the only time that uh, that Den has spoken, and it's been like. Wow, he actually said the right thing at the right time, and not like, "Yeah, you guys are all gonna fucking die." Bro, I cannot express fucking absolutely murdered. I cannot express to you in words how much I fucking loved this part. Mm -hmm. It was like, I'm not. This is my favorite scene of the show so far. Yes, I agree. Hit so hard. I feel like it's not going to be our favorite scene for very long. How? Okay, but. In my opinion, how better to set up a finale? How there isn't a way that was literally the best penultimate line ever. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, motherfucker, you know, like, because not only is it a message to us as fans, like, oh, y'all don't know what the fuck is coming, like, this shit about to hit y'all. 
it's to Moff Gideon. Like that that message that hit us that hard, like, oh shit, this shit is about to go crazy. Moff Gideon is in there like, oh fuck, he's bringing it all. Like he is really coming in with the heat right now. I am so excited for this finale too because uh, it is directed by Peyton Reed, a man who is very, very good at action sequences, bro. A man like, who Ant-Man's, Ant-Man's action sequences should not be as exciting as they are, <laughs> but they're fucking fun, you know? And knowing that we're going to see Mando and Boba working and together Mandible. along with like Cara Dune. Dr. Mandible. Dr. Mandible. Can I throw out a theory? Yes, Not you can. before mine. I know Dr. Mandible is a Sith Lord. Call me crazy. <laughs> this, I, it's most likely not going to happen, but this is what I want to happen. Mace. I want Mace Windu. I want Moth Gideon heading to Kamino, the cloning planet. We see those awesome species we haven't seen in a fat minute, and that's where they clone. In comes Boba, back to where, you know, he was made pretty cool. And then, incoming, Mace Windu. Boba's at his original home, and then he sees the guy who killed his father. He'd be so emotional. And the fight, hopefully in the rain, out there, Boba for Mace Windu? Yo, I'm talking about the species, though. Throat game gonna go crazy. And tells you what we think, Joseph. I'm just gonna All say, right. me and Joseph, or me and Cole, before this episode started, spent a good 15 minutes talking about some stuff, and I will let Colton continue. And I love this. I love this idea. I yeah. would love if Mace Windu shows up. I I don't know that he will, but I would love it. And see, the thing here is, I think that if Mace Windu shows up, that Boba may initially want to fight him. But he will stick to his mission and save the child. No, 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 I'm not done. I know. I know. I'm just sitting up because this is interesting. So he will stick to his guns and try to save the baby, right? Ultimately, I think he dies saving, if this is the case, Mace Windu and the baby. Yes. Showing... That his love for his father and his connection to the father-son relationship is stronger than his hate for Mace Windu. Yes. And it would therefore be the perfect redemption arc for Boba Fett. And, uh, I don't want him to be gone. I don't want no, him. I don't think – okay. But, but I will say – There is a possibility that he doesn't want to kill him. Like he says, I'm over it. Like I'm no, I think he wants to I'm mature. Like – I, I don't think know. He's gonna have a. I will finish this later, like mine. Yeah, like, I, think, I will get to you after I'm done. I with think it. it's like that, and then after he's like, "I'll I'll kill you later," because like I still want you dead because you killed my dad. I think he does that because he's like, "We're saving the baby first, and then in doing that, realizes as like Mace Windu and Baby are, are are about to be killed or something like that. He sacrifices himself for them in order to protect Baby and also." Mace because of the as Colton said the baby yeah yeah like inverse Delonte West like rather than fuck LeBron's mom before the finals like let's win the finals and then I'll fuck your mom type shit like you know what I'm saying like those vibes I think it would be hilarious if Mace Windu is coming down he sees the slave one and then he's just like oh fuck like Mace Windu pulling up he sees the slave one and just dips like what if he makes a cameo he goes (laughs) motherfucker I'm gonna leave. <laughs> so, 
Oh, oh I, I, I'd be so. And happy. then like, oh. and then like in, and then as like Mace Windu's ship is exiting, like Luke Skywalker's X-wing pulls up. <laughs> they look at each other like, I guess. No, Luke doesn't really know. He doesn't know Mace. No, there's no way he does. No. I know the idea. Um, but of it. so, um, the reason that we talked about this beforehand, I brought it up. Uh, so a couple days ago, the sound, the title of like the soundtracks for the last few episodes of the season leaked. All of them have kind of been matched up with like the previous episodes, so like ep- chapter 13, the Jedi. So the, the soundtracks that they, th- that people think went along with it were Ahsoka lives, a Mandalorian and a Jedi, the sorcerer and the story. Then there's the tragedy, which is the seeing stone activated the armor and troopers, which all fit along. Then the believer, which was the last, which was the episode we're talking about right now, which is come with me, invaders on their land, and then brown eyes. Brown eyes, obviously, going on that episode. The ones that haven't been matched up with any episodes, though, which people think means that it's the titles for the 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 finale are capture the flag, saving baby the flag being Grogu, um, the sword being likely the dark saber. Which is which? If I had to guess, would be like a dark saber versus spear. Dark saber spear, possibly dark saber versus spear and lightsaber. Um, a friend, which is likely whenever they introduce whoever the Jedi is. I'm good they didn't give it away. Yes, open the door. We don't have a clue what that means. We talked about it possibly being um, the world between worlds with Ezra, because that's like the only thing that we could think of involving a door, but. Also, or it could, I mean, also, it could, it could, it could also be, be a metaphorical towards the door. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it could, could be like opening yeah. up the door to the force or something like that. Yeah, like, so it, yeah. it could literally be anything. And then the last one, which is why, which is what kind of led us into uh, the theory that me and Colton like brought up to you, Joseph. The last one is rest in peace. Horrified yet? Somebody oh, horrified yet? Nah, Somebody is dying, nah, guys. Nah, I Moff Gideon dying. Nah, I ain't watching. I see. Episode. I think Moff Gideon could die, but we kind of talked about it. If Moff Gideon dies, they have to move on to Thrawn being the big bad. And I don't know if they've done it's enough in the background because we we've already established that Ahsoka is definitely getting her own series now. Yes, and I think that Thrawn will be the big bad for Ahsoka. I don't know if they want Thrawn to be the big bad and big bad in Mandalorian. I well, here's their thing. And Here's also, they haven't done enough stuff with Moff Gideon. So they've they've confirmed that there are going to be three shows set in this timeline. There's going to be this, Rangers of the New Republic, and Ahsoka. And that they will eventually culminate in a massive event. Yeah. I, I did, it, I was it, not yeah, it's going to be like a flash and green arrow. Sort Here's of. what makes me nervous. I don't know how you can make – because we know – like I don't know about you guys, but I feel – extremely confident we're getting a battle of some sort with Moff Gideon and somebody. I don't feel like I'm out of my rank, out of my like no, I think outlandish right. for saying that. No. They've already te- like they've already done the whole like, oh well Moff Gideon's dead, so we'll just keep going about our lives as if he's dead, but he mm-hmm. did not die in this That's battle. Fair. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't see how they can have a battle with Moff Gideon where Moff Gideon loses, which can be assumed to happen. You could always make the excuse that he like – that as he sees he's about to lose, he just runs. I guess, I but like, like I don't see how looking, they – that to me seems like you're going back to the well one too many times. And to I me, think we're looking at 
an episode four, five, six situation with seasons one, two, and three of The Mandalorian. I don't know if we go beyond three with The Mandalorian. I'm thinking season one ended on a relatively hopeful note where they took out Moff Gideon, they took out this, took out the Imperial remnants in Navarro, and they won the planet back, and they're good now. But there was still this looming threat of Moff Gideon. I think, like the end of Empire Strikes Back, we end on a very low note. Oh, yeah. I don't think we end on a high note here. I think they're kind of building Thrawn I don't, as like third Thanos. I think I they're planning the seeds now, and then yeah. all these shows are going to culminate to Thrawn. Okay, I really like Colton's older. idea here because I definitely think, given Rest in Peace, I don't see them doing a Rest in Peace score for Moff Gideon. Exactly. That no, seem, doing... To me, that seems like an honorable thing. Like, yes. you're honoring, like, a Rest in Peace. Like, that's going to be a somber, like, honorable and score. The only person who I think it would make sense to apply that for a, a, a legend character. I definitely think we're about to say that, yeah, I knew it. Fed, I'm going to be pissed, though. Like, they just brought him well, back to kill him. Yes, but like, they also they, did say but, 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 that won't get his own show. Yes, that, and I also think that we're getting more Tamara Morrison, regardless of if Boba yeah. Fett is in the show, is in is alive or dead. Yes. We're getting Tamara Morrison mm-hmm. in other shows, Bad Batch, other Commander than Kobe, Cody, and stuff. I don't yeah. know. So I to mean, me, that to me means like he is expendable. Like Boba Fett's character is expendable, and that sounds awful because I love the development. But to me, the way they've developed him, which was not the way I anticipated. To me, I anticipated it as he was working at as Moff Gideon's like bounty hunter guy, which we had discussed, which was totally wrong. And we were totally welcome to that change. To me though, that change has kind of put a timeline like, okay, his days are numbered. Mm-hmm. I don't think me. Also, I the did. rest in peace and the ending on a low note, that would be the perfect low note. Exactly. Of, and of Mando or of, of Boba gives up his life. In so order to me, to me it has to be a character who's shown a lot of change and, and, and grown a lot into a more like – so to me, we've already ta- – see, this is my thing. It has to be that because we've talked about Mayfeld, and what did we say would happen to Mayfeld if he showed up in this next episode? He's dead. He'd fucking die. Why did we say that? Because he's become a good person, and what happens to good people? They fucking well, die. Well, so, going, through, going with that, what if the friend – is grief carga could be that's, grief carga. That's what I was gonna say next is it's if it's it's a character that's developed into a good person, they're, they're gonna die. fucking die. And yeah. to me, that but makes I it grief carga, Mayfeld, Boba Fett. Those are the three. And I think I think Boba Fett. If if they do that, where they pull a Mace Windu shows up to 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 teach Grogu, because also I can't imagine that that the low note that they do to end the season on is them not saving Grogu. They're not spending the no. next year without Grogu with Mando. That's just unacceptable. I'll go down to Disney soon. No, that would be... Um, Real, man. But if they did that and had and ha- you know, had, man- had, a- had Mace Windu, had Boba come face-to-face and be like, all right, we're pushing our differences to the side for the next 30 minutes – and we'll come to head at the end of the episode, and it never happens because because uh, he gives up his life for Mace Windu and for Baby Yoda. I think that would be the ultimate like twist and like gasp moment See, that is I love that. of the season. I love that idea, but like the thing is, is that now narratively we are not focused on Din at all. The the oh, thing about this last episode is if Boba dies at the end and it's the momentous moment, he has to be the focus of this episode yes. because otherwise they have not developed it enough. I mean, like it is okay. like his honor bound okay. and stuff, but he, he isn't like willing to risk his life for 
for the baby yet, you know? What if okay. Rest in Peace is more of like a, like, not the way we think of Rest in Peace, like when someone passes away, but it's more of like, now we can rest in peace. Like, we can sleep at night because Moth Gideon is oh, dead and we have the child back. Wow. It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have to be a bad Wow. Thing. Okay. I don't. I still feel like somebody's got to die. I don't feel like we've had enough consequences this season yet. I just don't feel like we've hit that. Like I feel like there's a threshold in an eight episode, forty minute television show series. I feel like you have to have at least one important character death. We have not had that yet. You're kind of right. Kind of right because Queel. He kind of was shown a badass montage before he died of fixing IG Eleven and stuff. Mm-hmm. And now they show a, a Boba badass fight scene, um, exactly. you know, where he got his armor back. I think I, I don't know. I've changed kind of my up. theories. I think rest in peace. They kill Grogu. No, that's just the end of the series. They don't do anything else. Grogu dies. Mando Mando dies. Uh, Boba Fett dies. Mace Windu come back dies. And Miles, all are you on some fucking Joseph oh, shit right now? What? No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. All, everybody dies. No, everybody dies. But guess who wasn't there? Ahsoka. Who has access to the world between worlds and can quote open the door? Ahsoka. Yo, no, fuck it. I think we have. No, put, oh my watch. god! Speaking of the tinfoil fucking hats, Jesus no shit. Christ! Jesus. We are deep in this motherfucker, Joseph. I meant no disrespect. I'm sorry. I, I just no, meant that sometimes your theories are really out there, and that one was like way out there. But hey, if I'm like, right, of, like if I'm ever right on those out there things, like I'm more proud than just saying like. Oh no, Joseph! Absolutely, and I have multiple times told you. I have multiple times told you not to stop. Like, keep those motherfuckers flowing. I love it because, like, honestly, what creates the most conversation on this podcast is like us. Absolutely. Holy shit! We have been recording for a fat minute. This episode is long. An hour and a half episode, motherfucker. And I am not mad. I don't know if we've wasted hardly any time, and I say that probably knowing fully that we wasted a fuck ton. But I don't care. I don't care. I have been enjoying myself for this the whole top hour and a half. We should talk about different Jedis that could come, or none at all. It could be like I feel like we've had this discussion like three different episodes. I know. I just want to say so one let's lay out the thing. possibilities though. Let's just talk about it, okay? So if it is a Jedi that shows up, my top three options right now: Luke Skywalker, Mace Windu, Ahsoka Tano. Not so, Calcastus at all. So Bucky Barnes, Nick Fury, and then whatever Rosario Dawson's character is in Daredevil. That's what if I'm we saying. if we get Calcastus. That little droid and Baby Yoda are going to be the cutest little friends. I want I, – I didn't even think about that. I want a plush toy – or not a plush toy, uh, one of the little like uh, like little like statue thingies of Grogu with the little like robot on his back. Oh, you mean like a, like a Funko Pop? Yeah, a Funko Pop. That's what I was – I have before. so many of those. Um, but they're fucking sick. Going along with what Joseph was saying, or not just what Colton was saying about <laughs> about like w- the different Jedi that could show up. One thing that I did that in the list of like uh, like soundtrack, like scores and stuff like that. So in the Jedi, which is the one where Ahsoka comes back, one of the one of the like things for it was called the Sorcerer. In Star Wars, like the extended universe, anytime they talk about a sorcerer, it's always a Sith Lord. So what if the sorcerer is this finale? 
is for this finale. And instead of being a Jedi that he communed with, it was a fucking Sith Lord. I don't think. I don't, I don't think. think him, happen, yeah, no. What if? Could be insane. Like what if we? Me and Colton kind of joked about this. What if? What if? Just Palpatine just shows up and just starts just cutting people down. We might get like a hologram of like some big bad guy. I mean, I I think it'd be kind of cool if we saw like a Force ghost. Even like, what if we see? Yoda's Force Ghost. I was thinking Force Ghost Yoda, maybe. That'd be I, I pretty cool. I don't, I don't dismiss that possibility. You yeah, know? But if we see Force Ghost Yoda, do we see old Force Ghost Yoda, or do we see younger, more, uh, o- more OD'd on ketamine? Well, Force in Ghost. the in the sequels, it's kind of I don't know. They changed his look a lot. Please let it be ketamine Yoda. I hope they they. The thing about the Yoda puppet is that they haven't replicated it twice. You know, even episode five to six is different. Yeah. You know, and uh, and then in the prequels, obviously, you got a much more CG version of Yoda after they dismissed the ketamine puppet. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think they, no, no, he still kind of looked. He was still kind of ketamine. They kind of the sequels kind of shit the bucket, like with that Yoda look, like. You it think did, so? I always really loved that scene. I don't I think, think it looked great. Yoda, I don't know, the scene was cool. The scene was cool itself, but the look of just Yoda, like I don't know. I mean, it was a little off. It was different. If, don't get me wrong, but I didn't. I didn't mind it. If we see Force Ghost Yoda, does is the force is the first thing that he teaches Grogu how to do? Is it just do like a thousand fucking front flips and bounce off every single wall in existence? Is that what he teaches him? Yes, maybe. Yep. Okay. Yes. My hopes up now. Now Sim- I have something to look forward to. Simply yes. Can you imagine a Force Ghost training Baby Yoda, like or Grogu, like just a montage of. Oh. See, and that's the thing too is we don't know how like we don't necessarily know how Force Ghosts work yet either. It's like, are we brushing his teeth? What the fuck are you doing, Kyler? Oh shit! You guys can hear that? Fuck. <laughs> I apologize. You will have to crop that out. I needed some water. I am so sorry. I definitely thought we couldn't hear that. I see what happens when I have a good mic. If I had my PS4 fucking earpiece, we'd be just fine. No, no. If you had that, we would just hear. (laughs) Um, Shout out my homie Ash Cash. Goddamn. So, um, yeah. other options for the friend who shows up, Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan. I really want somebody fucking huge, though. I want this shit to feel happy. Because here's the thing. and I, I'm not going to say that the Mandalorian hasn't done a good job of escalating and making things huge and like feeling big. Because it's been building quite for a while now. Like, well, but also, that was the whole, literally like the whole God. Damn, how many times are they gonna fucking tease us and then just like have us come up just short of like how big our expectations are? Like, I feel like they are just perpetually building us. Like, I guess we get Ahsoka, so I guess they kind of met those expectations. But goddamn, this is the chance for them to take a finale and just fucking like blow our goddamn minds with some real cinematic blue balls here yeah and i hope that they don't fucking do it i hope they let us get our nut off like let us we there is a possibility we don't get a jedi next or tonight i don't even want to entertain that and i oh my god at this point i refuse to accept that 
I can't yeah, stay awake. The, night, the episode is in an hour. Yeah, I yeah. can't stay awake, so I have to be up at 5 in the morning. Just stay up all night. What are you talking about? Dude, I have to go teach middle schoolers. I got yeah. some yeah. sleep on my stomach. Like, come just, on now. Stay awake all night. Just sleep on the job. They're middle schoolers. Let them do whatever no, the fuck they want to do. No. My mom works for this school district. I will be fucked. <laughs> Yo, oh my god. Mom, mom, please leave the classroom. I'm hungover. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Too loud, too loud. <laughs> listen, listen. You didn't have to go out and say it. <laughs> uh, you didn't have to say it. I mean, you didn't have to go there. I mean, I mean you're not wrong, but you didn't have to say it. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. If you don't know who that is, I fucking hate you. That's Stephen A. You fucking nailed never it, fucking return to this podcast. I know I got mad at Colton for saying that, but like, nah. If you no, don't that's fucking a fair know statement. who that is, Stephen A. Should say that. You honestly get are you a human at this point? Get the fuck out of here if you don't know who that is. I mean, get the fuck out of my face. With that. Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. What uh, Andrew Glauberman talking to Caleb? Like, get the fuck out of my face. Oh, cue the noise to the max. Cue the noise to the max. We are just so many layers deep in this motherfucker. God damn, the cursed count. I am. I wasn't going to hell before this episode. It's becoming more and more certainly filming this episode late at night. (laughs) Oh my god, we are just. This is a real late night episode. This is the latest we've ever been recording by far. Yo, can oh my god! I wish we could record the episode, the next, the finale, like together. I wish we could. God, that'd be so cool. Well, I think we should wrap this one up. Yes. Get ready for this finale. Yes. Guys, I'm ready. Yes, I'm ready. Please, no fucking spoilers, because I will not be saying. I will not. We, I know. Yeah, we'll be talking Tyler. to each other individually. Yeah. No, I want you to know, Kyler. As soon as the episode's over. Whether or not it happens, I'm sending a message saying that Baby Yoda, that Grogu died, and you'll have I, to take it at face value whether or not it's true. Who can really tell? I am immediately dismissing it and just hoping for the best. I will not let you. I, I will be internally panicking, but I will not let you see it. Like I will let you. I will do whatever acting it takes to make you believe that I am not shook at all. But on the inside, I'm going to be fucking terrified. Okay, be ready for that. Be ready for that message at two forty. Miles, I'm blocking you on snapchat as as always twas i colton robertson and i was joined by joseph george thank you very much buddy poopy man always shows out thank you we got miles buttress thank you my friend hey you know anytime hey next week even maybe uh maybe the week after maybe the week after that we'll see and then on the screen beside me that i can see and you can now we got kb tyler barnett thank you my friend Bless up. Bless you. As always, this was the Penny Bloom Podcast. Peace, love, and bloom. And always, praise Keanu Reeves.